Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly, and welcome to The Millennial Minimalists. We are two Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to live more with less. And together, our goal is to inspire you to design a simpler, more intentional life. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly, and today I'm resharing one of our most popular episodes to date where Lauren and I motivate you to declutter your closet and build a simple and functional wardrobe. After years of dealing with our own wardrobe challenges and trying out the hundreds of complicated practices out there, Lauren and I became inspired to build our own method, and in this discussion, we share a preview of what our easy five-step process looks like. We also dive into our own closet decluttering experiences and share some helpful closet do's and don'ts to help you get excited to clear the excess in your wardrobes. You'll learn the value in building a smaller, high-quality wardrobe that caters to your lifestyle. Plus, we share some of our favorite books and other helpful resources to help you keep on track for a lifetime. And considering this episode was a previous recording, you can now find our exciting method in our latest Closet Kit ebook, which can be found at mastersimplicity.com slash closet kit. Be inspired to tackle your closet and start building a clean and functional wardrobe that you can feel proud of. So I thought, Lauren, I would start by sharing how we started with our closets, specifically how you influenced me in the beginning. I think it was three weeks before we started this podcast back in summer 2018. I I honestly will never forget it. I remember going to your house, seeing how tidy your house was and just being like in awe, but then looking at your closet and thinking, really? Like how, (laughs) like, how do you own so little and how does everything just look like I'm walking into one of my favorite clothing stores? Everything was lined up perfectly. All the outfits were set together. And I thought to myself, wow, I wish I could get there. And I think it was two days later that I just went into my closet. And when I, when I think about my closet back then, it was basically what my family closets looked like. It was just a learned behavior over the years. You know, you collect all these items over the years and you just keep them in your closet. And there's other knickknacks and so on that are in your closet that you forgot about. And I remember navigating through it and it was it was, it was a great experience because it really opened my eyes to all of the issues, <laughs> all the, all the poor closet wardrobe behaviors that I had. Uh, and, you know, some of the takeaways I want to share is that I realized I would, first of all, I realized that I was holding on to so many items that I never wore. You know, Lauren, when someone gifts you a t-shirt or a beautiful sweater and you're like, okay, well, I got to hold on to this and maybe I'll wear it, but then you never wear it. People know not to give me stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people who, who struggle with that, that they've just been given stuff and they feel guilty getting rid of it. Yeah. And then you just keep it in your closet. And some of these items, you know, they, they're purchased by yourself and they're never worn and they still have tags on them, you know, things like that. The next thing I realized is that I was looking at items every day that I would only wear once or twice a year. So I go in my closet and I would be overwhelmed by all these clothes. And a lot of them I only needed to wear once or twice a year. So it's like, why am I presenting them and lining them up in my closet when I'm not going to wear them on a daily basis? So the third piece I learned is that I was holding on to so many items that I bought in my teens that, I, that no longer fit me or that were on their last leg. Some of them had holes in them. Some of them were ripped. And uh, something I can say about those items is that I actually um, turned a lot of those items into uh, rags 
and I put them in my laundry room and I actually still have a couple of them there. So just think about it. It's been three years and I still own them as rags, which is great. And uh, fourth thing I learned is I had a lot of clothes, which made it challenging to make decisions on what to wear each day. I would spend so much time Oh my goodness, especially, you know, back in the day when we actually walked to the office and we had to dress up for the office, I, you know, it would probably take me on average 10 to 15 minutes to get ready each morning, maybe longer, choosing that perfect outfit and just rummaging through all the items in my closet. That being said, just to go back, I did not have that many clothes. Like I had a lot of clothes for those comparable to those in, in my life, but I, I wasn't someone who was just an avid shopper or anything. I really had what I needed and a little bit more. And But again, I had a lot of items that I wasn't wearing and a lot of items that didn't fit me. So it was a really good experience to learn. Wow, okay, like try on your clothes when you're decluttering because there's a lot of things that actually don't fit you. And the last thing I learned is that I didn't really know what I had owned until I looked through it. You know, you think you know what you own. You're like, oh yeah, I have this and this and this, but... It was great because it made me realize when I go out shopping, I know what I need to get, right? Because you're like, oh, I already own that. But if you don't go through your closet, you'll end up buying something that you already have. You know, it's so sad. I, I always have to remind my mother that. She'll often do that. She's like, oh, look at this. Isn't this amazing? I'm like, yeah, mom, you have one in your closet. <laughs> I feel like no, you could say the same about your mom. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like your mom would do the exact same thing. Um, yeah, and it's so funny because when Kelly and I were designing this kit too, you said that you don't, I mean, you own a lot less clothes than the average person. And I remember we were standing in your closet and you're like, oh, I just have too many clothes. And we both started laughing because you don't own that many clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it was, it was, I guess what I should say instead of too many clothes is it was, it just wasn't an intentional wardrobe. It was well, it just wasn't organized efficiently. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't organized efficiently. A lot of the things I, I couldn't, I didn't love, uh, and I didn't wear. So, uh, so the process was helpful. Anyways, through this process, I ended up donating so many clothes with the help of my mother who runs a daycare. And so she looks after a lot of little kids who have sisters and brothers, uh, who are actually teenagers who could fit my clothes embarrassingly. Uh, and, uh, I sold a few items. And uh, again, I turned a few old shirts into rags, which is really cool. It's amazing that you can save that stuff. And since this process, I, I can say that over the past couple of years, I have actually become a more conscious consumer uh, because I've, I'm now focusing on items that I need and those that I love and that I know that I'll wear. Focusing on buying higher quality pieces that last longer. We've talked about this many times in all of our previous episodes about the importance of buying high quality versus fast fashion pieces that may only last a couple of washes. And obviously they also disrupt and wreak havoc on our environment. So we need to be more cautious of that. So I'm also more cautious about buying from brands that are more eco-conscious as well. So doing my research on the brands before I purchase an item from them. And I know we, we have a handful of brands that we love in Canada, two of them being Cotton, K-O-T-N, uh, another one uh, Encircled. Uh, we've actually interviewed the CEO of Encircle, Christy Sumer. She was incredible. Uh, previous episode, which I'll share at the end of this podcast, but side note. Uh, but all that being said, up until the beginning of this year, 2021, admittedly, I'd say that my closet was still imperfect. 
even though I had removed most of the excess clothes from my closet and in, in many ways I built a capsule wardrobe, my clothes still felt mismatched and I was spending way too much time trying to pick out an outfit each morning. And it was actually over COVID that we both kind of became very passionate about finding a solution because not only have, was you know, I dealing with this problem, I was dealing with this problem, every time I'd bring up minimalism, what we do, the first thing people would bring up that I'd speak to in my circles was, oh my goodness, like I really need someone to help me with my closet. It was always about the physical clutter in someone's closet. And it seems like an area that people really, really need help with. And so it got me really, really excited. I'm like, okay, well, there's so many methods out there, but I'm not finding one that's really, really working. So it was actually, again, it was over COVID. And while there are so many methods to decluttering and organizing, I was finding that nothing was working for me. And I also wanted to figure out a way to help others maintain their closets once they, once they were decluttered and organized. Because people can organ, declutter and organize their closet, but it doesn't mean they're going to maintain it. And we've talked about this before, Lauren. We, uh, if you guys, uh, if you guys, you guys may have heard it before. So we, we recorded an episode on the home edit get organized with the home edit on uh, it's a Netflix series. And that was a fun discussion, Lauren, because we talked about how, how these ladies, they go into people's homes and they help them declutter and organize. But the owners of the homes, the owners of these closets are actually not present with them when they do so. So Lauren and I argue, we're like, okay, well, how are they going to maintain these closets and these kitchens and all these other rooms that they're decluttering for them? They, they're not learning the behaviors that they need to learn in order to maintain them. So, so we're like, okay, well, we want to get to root the root of the problem. And that's partially why we also developed this exciting kit. But Lauren, now that I've shared my experience, I want to go back to your experience with your closet. Like, I'm curious, like, has your, have you always used this method? Were you ever in a scenario where you had too many clothes? Like, I, I want to know about more about your, your story and how you got there. Yeah. So obviously mine's different from most people's. Like I've always been a minimalist, even when I was a kid, I was thinking even back when I was in high school, I would label my closet. And like, as a kid, I would even like color coordinate my Barbie clothes. Like I was just always exceptionally organized and didn't like that much stuff. But even having been a natural minimalist, I still struggled. So like, I'm like, if I struggle, I can't imagine how much people who aren't organized or who own a ton of clothes must go through. And I actually read a lot of books. I read a lot of articles on how to simplify your wardrobe and simplify the way you dress. And I tried the 10 item wardrobe. And so there's a lot of methods out there where you have to own like certain pieces. It's like have a pair of dark jeans or like have a blazer all of these staples you should have in your wardrobe and then you kind of fill it in with your own style. And I, I really worked on trying to implement these strategies into my life and it did not work. It's like own 10 pieces and make 40 outfits out of it. And then it, I would, it would be seven o'clock in the morning and I'd be trying to get ready for work. And I was like, what are those 40 outfits I can make out of these clothes again? Like I, I couldn't even remember to do it. And I always did these like standard methods of organization where you line up all your sweaters together and you line up all your tops together and you line up all your pants. And I just tried all these traditional methods and I was still struggling to do it, to like get dressed 
quickly and efficiently and like like the way I looked. And looking back, I remember all of these times where it would be raining and then I would be ready for work and I like couldn't get my outfit under my raincoat or like I, I didn't know what coat to wear if it was raining or what shoes to wear. Another thing I really struggled with is I invested my money and the clothes that I bought into like going out, like going out for drinks, going out for dinner. Cause I was young and single in the big city. Like my priority was to like look my best when I was out with my friends. Right. And I didn't buy that many clothes for things like work or really nice sleepwear or things for like the weekends or working out, which ironically is where I spent the majority of my life. So Mm. um, the sections of my closet didn't even make sense. I had all of these clothes to like dress up in and wear out, but I maybe only spent a few hours a week doing that. And yet my work wardrobe wasn't where I wanted it to be. Your wardrobe didn't match your lifestyle. It didn't. And I didn't even realize this. I I really had to like reflect on this to figure out why I was struggling with this so much. And it it would take me so long to pack my clothes or to like figure out what to wear for like a certain event. And it like stressed me out. I was like, if someone was getting married and I had to go to like the reception, like the rehearsal dinner and like the brunch next day, like there's, I'm like, I don't know what to wear to all these events. You just end up buying new stuff every time something came up. Because people don't want to go and like even deal with their own closet and like go through what they have because people own so much. Yeah, that makes sense. We don't, yeah, we don't know what we own. So we're like, it's not like we can be like, oh, well, I have this because it's just such, it's so chaotic. And and just other little things, like just like down to the details, like I would be at work and I would have nice pants and a blazer on, but when I sat down, my back would hang out, like my lower back. And I was like, oh shoot, like these pants don't really go with this blazer. And I would just like be frustrated or uncomfortable or just irritated from like this whole process of being able to get ready efficiently in the morning. So I like slowly and steadily tried to change this and come up with a solution And once I did, I like talked to Kelly about it and we redid your wardrobe. I remember standing in Kelly's closet and explaining this concept to her and Oprah calls it an aha moment. It's like this like moment where you like come to, it's like, oh my God, I I get it. Like I, I understand what you mean and like why this works. And just, I feel like other methods are, they're all the same. It's like, get rid of stuff you don't wear, get rid of stuff you don't like, organize it this way, you know, less decision, less time, but it just wasn't enough. It was, it, it, it wasn't enough for me. Like I wanted to do this so effortlessly. Like I wanted to get up every morning and it's like, if it's a Saturday, you know, put on something casual that I loved and felt good in. If it was a work day, I still had to work throughout the pandemic. So if it was for work, I still had to like get up and get dressed for work. And I I can do this, I promise you, for any occasion in less than a minute. And it when your morning, that part of your morning goes that seamlessly, your it like sets the tone for the rest of your day. And when you are doing something, you're at work, you're doing a presentation, you're like meeting up with a friend, you're meeting up with a client and you look and feel your best and you're appropriately dressed and you're not uncomfortable or there's 
you're not late because you're trying to find something on. Like we all know the meme of, oh, I, I, my new year's resolution is to hang up clothes after I try them on because we all had that bedroom full of clothes everywhere. Cause we've had to try on outfits and it's so frustrating. Um, and I just, I just want to tell this quick story. I was at my parents a few weeks ago and the weather in Canada is crazy. It's like hailing or it's like a sunny day. And I didn't have an outfit to wear the next day to work. So I brought home warm clothes and I had to go through like the stuff I'd kept at my parents. And it took me 30 minutes. And I was like, I cannot believe I used to do this every day. And people do this every single day because it, it's just so time consuming and it's so frustrating. And as Kelly and I were designing this product and like working and making this guide, I went to, to friends and like went through this process with them with their closet. And they called me after and they're like, you changed my life. Like that is the first thing you do every day. And when you look and feel your best every single day, it is it can substantially improve your life let alone your time and how much money and effort you're putting into clothes. So I'm so excited to do this and to help people with this because it's something, even as a minimalist, I struggled with. And once you can like master this, which we've called it master simplicity, it just, it makes so many other areas of your life amazing. Like even just for, as an example, like I went to meet my boyfriend's parents a couple of weeks ago at their cottage and like we were together for a few days. So I, I, it literally took me five minutes to pack because I knew I like had everything lined up and I knew what I would wear and what was appropriate and for the weather. And, you know, even his mom commented, she's like, Oh, you're so put together every day. And I, that did not take me any time. So this concept is so it's incredible. Like it's, it's like no other one that I, cause I have read all of the ways that you can organize your wardrobe and, um, this does not compare. Yeah. And our, our listeners are probably thinking, okay, so how is your method different? So the first piece is it's focused on organizing your clothes within categories, within lifestyle categories. So the first piece of our closet kit, so we have a questionnaire, a questionnaire that asks you those important questions to help you uncover your wardrobe habits, your behaviors. Also, what is your why? Why do you want to declutter your closet? What are, what are some of the benefits you want from this experience? And, you know, really understand, uncover, what is your style personality? What is this, like, even just questions like, what is the size of your closet? You know, how many outfits would you like for, let's say, casual, your casual section? How many outfits will you need for work? How many outfits will you, you need for active wear? And we broke it down to seven categories, seven lifestyle categories that you can fit these outfits into. So uh, our modern method really goes beyond traditional decluttering and organizing because it challenges you to uncover your why. It challenges you to reinvent your wardrobe habits and build a collection of outfits that cater to your lifestyle. And uh, our kit helps you build what we call a capsule collection, which we describe as a capsule wardrobe organized by category, or you can say occasion. And, and the goal of our method is to help you save time and money and give you the tools to keep an organized and sustainable closet that you can feel proud of. 
It's very refined. It's high quality. It's eco-conscious and it's timeless. You know, I, I love how your boyfriend's mom mentioned that you always look put together, Lauren. I think that is something I probably complimented you and said that to you well over 10 times in our lifetime. Every time I see you, I'm always saying, Lauren, you're so put together. And it's because of the way you organize your closet. All of your outfits are organized by category. So you can say, okay, I'm going out for the evening with X and X. Well, I have four outfits lined up here. I'll choose this outfit. And you have everything put together so that when you're, you know, when you go out, you know, you're not thinking, oh goodness. Okay. So what shirt goes with this, this skirt, you know, uh, what, what scarf should I wear with this outfit? You have an idea of what it looks like already which is great. So, so that's really, really helpful. And, you know, something you guys just to give you a sneak peek, what's included in the kit. Uh, so in the kit, we actually created a 16 page booklet that includes this questionnaire that I mentioned to help you uncover your why and your habits, uh, a simple five-step process to help you build your capsule collection. It's only five steps. We've simplified it so, so much. Lauren and I worked on this diligently to really, really get it down to yeah. five simple steps. So it's a very, very easy process for you. And it's something that you can do with friends of yours virtually or in person, and you can do it together, turn up the music, get excited. It also includes a guide to help you make effective decisions about your clothes and an entire maintenance section to help you maintain your capsule collection. We've basically covered every single question we can think of. Any question you have about your wardrobe or how to you know, uh, be more mindful when you're shopping, you know, how to create your outfits. Everything is in this guide. And uh, I'm so, so excited to share it with you. Yeah. This has been years in the making. Like when I was able to wake up and, you know, like I said, people always have their sweater sectioned off and their top sectioned off. Well, we sectioned off categories. So you wake up and you're like, I'm going to work. So you go to your work section and then you have outfits lined up for work. Like it, it, you can get ready in seconds and because you put in the work beforehand, you know that like the outfits are down to the detail. You're not going to be uncomfortable. They fit. They look right. They, you look professional. You have shoes to go with it. Like you have a coat that goes with it. You have a bag that goes with it. These aren't decisions that you're going to have to make in the morning anymore. And you can literally, someone's like, oh, do you want to come to dinner tonight? You can grab an outfit in less than a second when you're packing. Just grab those few outfits and put them in your suitcase. Like it is, it just the concept of it is incredible. And the, the booklet really gets down to like, what is your style? What do you need to be dressed for? And a lot of times with these other methods, it's like, you know, own a black blazer, own this type of jean. Well, what if that's not your style? Like we really want you to uncover your own lifestyle. Do you work in an office? Do you need to be dressed up for work? Like there's so many little things that you need to understand about yourself and, and question and even see where what's missing out of your closet. Like, like I said, if you do this, you know, you go through this process and you're like, oh my God, I don't have any nice casual clothes. Like I look great for work, but I look horrible on the weekend. Yeah. So, which is most men. Like yeah, I, I know we used to talk about that. That's so oh funny. My, my boyfriend wears like a three piece, like beautiful tailored suit to work. And then his like bathing suit on a Sunday, like as shorts, like it's so funny, but, um, it's just because people like they have holes in their wardrobe as I call it. And I said this a million times, but 
when you like walk into work or you like wake up on a Saturday and you put something on that you feel great in that that took no time at all, it gives you so much energy when you feel better. And then when you're shopping, you you know exactly what you need. You're not just buying stuff at random anymore. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to buy this top, but where am I going to wear it? Is this something I'm going to wear at work? Is this something for the weekend? Do I have something to go with it? Like there's just, there's so many details we have put in this book that is going to help you for the rest of your life. So yeah. I, I'm no, I'm excited about it. I know, I know. I love it. I love it. And you know, it's it's one of those things. It's you'll know what you own in your wardrobe. So when you do go shopping, you'll know if you need something or not. You know, I, I used to say that I, I every time I went into Ritzia, I'd be overwhelmed because I wanted everything in the store. But now I go in the store, I'm like, okay, well, what do I need? Is there anything in here that I need? And you know, since since using this method on my closet, I've also realized that. I don't need so many items. You know, I had multiple shoe pairs of shoes and I, uh, you know, that have the same function, for example, an everyday walking shoe, you know, from my Keds to my Lacoste shoes. Like I, I have a few different pairs, you know, Converse. And yeah, I realized, okay, which pair is the most comfortable? Which pair do I wear that most often? Which pair haven't I worn? Like, didn't I, 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 there was a pair I didn't wear all summer last year. And so, you know, I donated it and, you know, you, you get it down to those key pieces that are comfortable and that you'll wear and that you'll use. And, um, you know, I, I also want to mention, um, before we get into the second piece that is a part of the closet kit, cause there's more to this kit. That's really exciting. And I'm excited to reveal to all of you, but I remember when you came to my, my place, Lauren, and you said, okay, we need to organize it by outfits. And originally I was very hesitant and I want to share yeah, that because, like, no. <laughs> pardon? You were like, no, like I feel you pictured like an old woman's closet with like a blazer around a skirt. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I had originally pictured because I didn't really understand what that meant. I originally, I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. But, and so for anybody who's thinking that, uh, let me explain. So it, it's, outfits within categories. So, you know, it's lined up. So just envision this, you'd have three t-shirts beside a couple pairs of jeans and maybe another shirt beside those pairs of jeans coupled with a skirt because those, you can use multiple shirts to align with one pant. So you're not actually connecting those, you're, you're lining them up together, but they're not on top of each other. You know, the blazer is going to be in the outerwear section that we have. And so you will just pair that with that pant in that shirt. So not everything is crumpled together, right? So it's outfits by category, uh, within categories. And, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's changed my life. And, uh, I'm so excited to share pictures of our closets. So the second piece that's included in this kit are our sustainable dividers. So we have created, uh, seven high quality sustainable closet dividers that, uh, are labeled and categorized by occasion. So we have a work divider, a casual, active, sleep, evening, and outerwear, as well as miscellaneous. So those are the dividers. And I'm so excited to share them with you. And another thing, like with the dividers, they're beautiful wooden modern dividers. And just waking up and opening your closet doors to this, like, I'm like, I'm so organized. Like, I just feel so on top of my life looking at my closet divided like this. Like, I just, it gives you like such mental clarity, just the vision of it. 
Yeah. I remember when we got our first prototype and uh, uh, Lauren was packing it up to give it to me to bring back to mine. And I said, oh, Lauren, you can actually keep this. And she goes, oh my goodness. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> she got some yeah, I was so happy because I love them. Like it's so beautiful. I love organization. Like it gives me peace of mind, but I also like, I feel like organization this these days is just aesthetic it's like oh make your closet pretty well yeah that's great but I want a efficient functional closet like that's great if your closet looks nice but can you get dressed in under a minute for any occasion with these pretty organized closets like I I don't know yeah and do you know what you own do you love your outfits uh are, are your clothes uh, high quality do you own clothes that uh, match your lifestyle? You know, these are these are things that our kit will definitely help you out with. But uh, I mean, I wanted to also mention a couple of the things that we mention in in the booklet. So uh, some of the examples are, you know, we say think before you shop, uh, review your capsule collection before you shop, so that you have an idea of what you own before you go out in the world and buy things you already own or don't need. Ask yourself questions before you buy. Questions such as do I need this? Will I wear this? Do I love this? Does this fit me? Is this comfortable? Do I already own something similar? And is this sustainably made? And another question we have is, um, and, and Lauren, you thought of this and I thought it was beautiful. It's be okay with good enough. And I thought that was a, that was a, that was a really key point because a lot of the time, especially on social media, we're following, you know, the big, the next best thing, the next best clothing item, the next trend. And so, you know, we think, oh, you know, our, our, our wardrobe isn't good enough, but you know, once you actually go inside your, your closet and look at your clothes, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of pieces that you love and that you wear and, you know, you don't always need the next best thing. We also can't always have every piece of clothing that we desire and, and that's okay. You know, make the most out of what you already own. You know, think about Lauren when we were in our, in our twenties and, you know, we were, saving all of our money, you know, it just, just like, you know, it's just like the perfect interior of a new home. You don't need it all at once. You know, sometimes it takes years to buy all those perfect pieces. And, and also your style personality may change over time as well. Uh, and, and another um, piece we include is manage your social media exposure, you know, be aware of how you interact with targeted ads on social media that try to convince you to buy the latest and greatest new clothing item. And, also be mindful of the comparison trap, which I know you and I have used to do all the time, Lauren, like, oh my gosh, her outfits are so always so perfect. You know, you, you got to ask yourself, what is enough for you? And a little side note, one of my um, favorite podcasts is the Self-Helpless Podcast with uh, Delaney Fisher and Kelsey Cook. Uh, Delaney, we've interviewed before, and they just had a recent episode. Of, of, it was all about what is enough. And uh, highly recommend that episode uh, and check it out. And uh, it really brought up, brought up these questions. I mean, in all areas of life, they were talking about what is enough. But when it comes to our wardrobe, you, you also have to ask yourself that question. So, yeah. So, so stop buying the next. Yeah, movement. I was the worst for that. Like I, I was just always chasing. I'm like, oh, I want to be well dressed. Oh, I need to shop more. I need to buy more. I was like constant. And I was always like, if I just get these last pieces, then my wardrobe will be complete. And I always was chasing new stuff, like new styles and new trends. And I, when I did this, I finally looked at my closet and was like, I have so many beautiful clothes. I do not need to keep shopping. And, um, yeah, you, you don't realize that when you, you, your closet isn't organized, like you, you, your, 
always going out to buy new stuff. And I, I just want to make note of this because it's so funny. My Kelly put up the video on Instagram of my mom's closet of the before and after. And I did this process on her and she, every day, you, she's always buying stuff, always ordering stuff online. And her closet was jam packed and she didn't even go in her closet anymore because it was so full and she was always buying new clothes. And I sat her down and I went through this process with her and she was like mesmerized by the end. Like she was like, I didn't even know, like she had stuff in there from when they moved in 35 years ago. Like, wow. She has no idea of the clothes she has and beautiful coats and dresses. And, and yet, you know, she's downstairs ordering all this new stuff because no one wants to go and face, you know, 35 years of clothes. So I, I get it. But like, once you get over this and do this process, I, like I said, you are set for life. Yeah. And you know, something else some people struggle with is sometimes, I mean, your mom may own some really, really nice pieces that are 30 years old that, or, yeah. or maybe, maybe even 10 years old, but maybe sometimes we own expensive pieces in our wardrobe. We're like, okay, well it's expensive. So I have to keep it even though it's collecting yeah. dust. So in those moments, think about, well, maybe someone else could use it. Maybe you could sell that piece. Maybe, maybe, yeah, again, maybe, yeah, you're, you're holding on to it because it costs a lot. But if you're not wearing, you know, think about the cost of storage and someone yeah. else could use it. And I always say to myself in those situations, get rid of it, but say to yourself, okay, I spent a lot of money on this and I have to get rid of it because I didn't use it. So next time I invest in a piece, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to wear it and then it's comfortable. And then I have places to wear it to, because we're all like that. Like I'll try on a top that's frilly or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's so pretty. Like I want to buy it. But realistically, am, where am I ever going to wear it? Or like maybe once or twice. And it's like super expensive. So we, we're just not rational creatures like that. But this kind of like makes you more aware of situations like that. Now I can walk out of a store and be like, yeah, that was a really nice top, but like, I, I know it's going to sit in my closet and I'm going to have to get rid of it. And then I'm going to be mad at myself because I spent a bunch of money on it. Yeah. And that's why it's good to have an accountability partner. And that's, you are mine. And uh, we also have a, a new close girlfriend in the city who we actually met through the pod. And she's from uh, the UK and she moved here to Toronto and her name's Laura. And she, yeah. uh, hi, Laura, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi, Laura, if you're listening. And uh, I've already been sending her you know, hey, like I need this piece. Can you give me your take on it? And I find that we also do that with each other, Lauren. You would, I remember that frilly top. You're like, do you like this? And I was thinking, okay, well, I do like it, but do you need it? Like, is this, is this something that you can add to your workwear or your casual wear or whatever? And then we go through that process. And then if it is, then it's good to go. But if it isn't, and, and also questions like, I remember you, you sent me a white pant and I was thinking, oh yeah, that looks great. And you're like, I don't know if I should keep it. And I was thinking, well, how often do you wear a white pant? Probably not often. So you may not need that now. Maybe you get it later when it's actually a need. Uh, you know, maybe you don't have that in your- Yeah, I ended up sending it back. Yeah. So you did return that, right? So asking yourself sometimes, you know, this is, this lifestyle is imperfect. Sometimes we do buy something that we think we need, but we actually don't. And, uh, you know, going through the process, going through the questions and having an accountability partner is super, super helpful. And for, for those of you who are feeling like, okay, you don't know what my closet looks like. I have so many clothes. I don't know if this going to, 
Okay. First of all, we, we did this on Lauren's mom's closet and, uh, <laughs> if we can do it on then Lauren's mom's closet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, I, one thing I want to point out, is, point out is that changing our habits really starts with developing a growth mindset, telling yourself, I can do this. This is possible. And yeah, I've, I've mentioned it on the pod before two of my favorite books focused on mindset. First is Mindset by Carol Dweck. Uh, she talks about how those with a growth mindset, those who believe that their talents and habits can be developed, tend to be more successful than those who have a fixed mindset, which are those who generally believe their talents and habits cannot be changed. You know, there's sometimes you just can't change someone when they have, you can't. When someone's fixed and they don't want to start, there's nothing you can do. And then uh, the second book is called Grit by Angela Duckworth. Author Angela Duckworth hypothesizes that grit, which she defines as focused persistence, can be learned and cultivated. She argues that we can develop talents and habits through passion and persistence. And she rejects the idea that success is related to inborn talent. And I completely agree. You know, I, I grew up with a, with a sister who just naturally super smart and just kind of got everything easily. And for me, I found that I'm like, okay, well, I'm smart too, but I just, I just need to work harder. I just need to put in more time. And I proved Angela's uh, theory correct because, you know, it was through hard work and grit that I was able to, you know, um, reach my goals and surpass my sister. <laughs> we were competitive. So uh -huh. you know, like things like that. And then Another part I want to mention is that changing our habits also requires forming good habits and removing the bad. And that's really what our closet kit solves. So two books that I recommend, another, uh, one book that I'm actually reading for a second time right now, it's called Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything by BJ Fogg. I love this book because it's so incredibly practical. He came up with the idea of habit stacking, which I'm sure many of you have heard before. And if you haven't, it's when you have, when you pair a new habit with a current habit to make it easier for you to sustain whatever your new habit is. So for example, if you can change into sleepwear at the end of the day, you can add on an extra 10, 15 seconds to your time to place these pieces back onto their hangers. <laughs> you know, we've all seen the big chair beside the closet that's full of clothes. My mom has a chair right beside her closet. It's just full of the clothes that she didn't put back on the hanger. You know, it's very easy, but it's amazing how that's only seconds. So if you stack a new habit within an existing habit, it makes it so much easier. And a second book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, I'm sure many of you have heard of this one, classic. The book covers how to form good habits, break bad habits, and master the tiny habits that can bring great rewards over time. And uh, again, having an accountability partner, Lauren, you're mine, helps so much. You know, I remember, gosh, I think it was fall of last year. I got really excited to get a couple items and I sent you pictures and you're like, no. And I was like, oh. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Okay, good. I don't need these items. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's nice. I like how real you were with me. It was great. Yeah. And then uh, I also want to mention, I also listened to Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. Have you heard of that podcast, Lauren? Yeah, I have. I really love Jay. He's oh, good. He is so good. I mean, yeah, he's one of the biggest podcasters out there. So in a recent episode, he talks about how we have the power to change our fears or our fixed habits that can often hold us back from positive change. 
So for example, he says, if you fear change, he suggests writing down, and I think we all fear a little bit of change, like change is scary, right? So if you fear change, he suggests writing down, I fear change because, which he calls stream of consciousness writing. And I kind of do this in my bullet journal already which can actually help us get in touch with our deep beliefs and work through them, he says. And you can apply this to your habits. So you can say like, I don't think I can change my ways because, uh, you know, you have the ability to challenge yourself to work through why you think this way. You know, and I, whenever I meet someone who has a fixed mindset about something, I'm like, you can change that. If you want to change it, you can change it. So I know it's easy for me to say, but I think it's so important to um, challenge ourselves on the things that are holding us back in life. And, uh, you know, a lot of the habits we have with our closet and our wardrobe are just learned behaviors that we can actually get rid of and remove and, um, and replace with more positive habits. So, yeah. I, I know that when with anything in life, like this can be so overwhelming, like our closets are overwhelming, but Kelly and I have worked so hard over the last few months to like, just refine this down and make it so easy and so doable. And we even give you an option to do this slowly. Like you don't have to do it all at once. It's just learning how to be more aware of this process. And like anything in life, once you do it, it, you will reap the benefits after for a long time. So there is that kind of initial, you know, it's like starting to work out. Like it's hard at the beginning, but then once you get into it, you feel so great after you exercise. So you know, it's just one of those things like once you do it and it's done, you will reap the benefits for good. So, and it's fun during the process too. I got so excited when we did my closet and uh, yeah, it is really exciting. Like I said, the people who I've done it to are, they messaged me after and they're like, this is life changing. Their clothes were everywhere. They had like dresses in the front hall closet and like sweaters and drawers. And they just, there was no sense of organization. They were always shopping. It, it just, so many people struggle with this because no one's like sat down and being like, how do I change this? Like, we're so busy with our lives that it's just like, okay, I have to go to this event. I'll stop by at the mall and pick something up or order yeah. it online. And we're not just saying, oh, take everything out of your closet and put back in certain sections what fit you like it we're making you dig down deep and ask yourself questions like do you work in an office what what occasions actually apply to your life what is your style what do you wear most what do you feel most comfortable in like a, a lot of methods are so generic that it's hard to like refine it down to yourself or like make it individual or unique to yourself right. whereas like this process forces you to figure yourself out and to make a wardrobe and this collection that works for your life. And I, you know why I'm so passionate about this is because there's just been so many times I have been so rushed to get ready and I had to be somewhere at a certain time and I showed up and I felt uncomfortable because I didn't look that great or I showed up to work in a blazer that was too short or like a skirt that was too short and or I just didn't feel good and then I was in a bad mood and I was like closed off where you know once I was able to master this and I I was I would show up for work and I felt great and I looked great and I knew I looked professional I was able to do my job better even just going out with friends or like going to run errands 
I, I just felt better. Like we all know those times where you just don't feel good or you're like shoes a little small or you're like coats a little tight and you're just uncomfortable and it, and it can ruin my day. Like I would have to come home and change or if I was rushed or if you're at work and you can't change for eight hours, it's the worst. And we've all been there. Like you must've been there, Kelly. Oh yeah, definitely. So it really just changed your, it just made you feel put together. Yeah. And it's just, it's so easy. Like I would be like, oh, I want to be well-dressed, but like, I know how much work and effort and how expensive it's going to be. So I was like, turn. I'm like, I can't even be bothered. But then I was able to simplify it. And it made me so happy that I figured it out. And like, so easily, I'm like, it turns out you don't have to buy all these clothes and like shop all the time and follow trends. And it, it actually is the opposite. So it's just, it's just knowledge. Once you learn how to do this, you will realize how wrong you were before in terms yeah. of, yeah, with our wardrobes. It's really interesting. I would say the word that I would say is freedom. Like you just feel so free and put together, even when you're just going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, there's a girl on YouTube called The Daily Connoisseur. And she she says that you have magical powers when you're dressed up. Like she's like, it just gives you that extra swing in your step. Like, and you're in a better mood and you like feel good. And it really does. Like it just try it on a Saturday, like put, something nice on and it just changes your day. So it's one of the simple things in life. No, <laughs> no, definitely. Pleasure. Yeah. And again, we call it the capsule collection because it is a capsule wardrobe organized by category and occasion. And, you know, to close this episode, I, I wanted to throw it back to uh, previous episodes. I wanted to mention previous episodes that have covered closet decluttering and organizing, if you enjoyed this episode. The first episode is uh, episode 37 called Tidy Up Your Closet for Good. Then we had episode 72, Clean Out Your Closet with Aaron Flynn. We interviewed the CEO of the Cladwell app. And uh, episode 78, titled Tidy the KonMari Way with Lisa Celebides. She goes into Marie Kondo's method which of, of folding and organizing your clothes. Very, very helpful episode. We also have episodes focused on building and maintaining an eco-conscious wardrobe. Uh, that's episode 41, titled Sustainable Fashion. Episode 43, titled Create an Ethical Wardrobe with Christy Sumer, CEO of Encircled, an incredible sustainable clothing line from Canada. And episode 61, one of our most popular episodes to date, titled Build a Conscious Closet. And then we have episodes that touch on how to maintain a simple and intentional wardrobe. Two extremely popular episodes, one episode 71, titled Declutter and Simplify Your Life. Episode 82, Maintain a Minimalist Lifestyle. And the last episode I want to mention is the episode that challenges the traditional method of decluttering and organizing. Episode 83, Get Organized with the Home Edit. And, you know, I, I should mention again that we actually really enjoy that Netflix series and we think the Home Edit is awesome. We, we follow them. We, we love the way they, they, they declutter and organize different spaces. But the only criticism that we have is that the people that they're helping aren't actually with them during the process. So they're not learning, right? And it's yeah. so important that we all build these positive habits because <laughs> we won't, if you don't know how to, or if you don't know what to do after, afterwards, your place is just going to get messy and disorganized yeah. and mismatched again. Back to the disaster it was before. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's maintenance is the biggest issue here. 
you know, and, and maintenance is key. And so we have an entire section on how to maintain your capsule collection to, to really help you for the long run, to help you maintain your dream closet for good. And, uh, oh, I'm so yes, excited. I promise you, like, I swear by this, this will be the last time you declutter your closet. Think of how many times every spring you have to go through your clothes and everything piles back up. This is it. This is the last time you will understand why you're doing what you're doing and you will be able to apply this mechanism for the rest of your life. So, yeah. So so when you feel over, if you feel overwhelmed in the process, just tell yourself it's a, this is the one time. Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of this little kit is it actually comes in a beautiful white box that uh, can be used to house little accessories in your closet. So everything is usable, reusable and sustainable. So uh, again, I'm excited to share it with you guys. And uh, we will see you. We will talk to you again in the next couple of weeks. So please stay tuned. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope that this episode has left you feeling inspired to tidy up your closet and build the wardrobe of your dreams. As Lauren had mentioned, when she first went through her things, she had realized that she had invested in a ton of evening dress wear, but she was lacking important key pieces when it came to her workwear. And for me, when Lauren and I practiced our decluttering method on my closet, I uncovered the pieces in my closet that no longer suit my style today, and I became more aware of my favorite pieces in my wardrobe, which has ultimately helped me love my clothes again. And there's so much to learn in this process, and we hope that this episode has motivated you to reset your closet today as we head into the new year. And if you're interested in our method, please check out our website at mastersimplicity.com slash closet kit, where you can find our downloadable closet kit e-guide, our seven piece closet kit divider set, and our full closet kit package. I will also include a link in our show notes. And for those of you who have been using our method so far, please share on social and tag us at Millennial Minimalist on Instagram and Facebook, as we would love to share in your progress. So thanks again, and stay tuned for our next best of episodes and new episodes into the new year. Have a beautiful holiday season, everyone, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.